I'm Tanner Johnson. And I'm Jack Dodgen. We're from the Eastside Church of Christ. Teen life can be difficult to navigate. New emotions, experiences, pressures, and challenges shape what we understand about our identity. It's almost like navigating a maze. Twists, turns, dead ends. Uh, The race can be both exhilarating and terrifying. At Through the Maze Podcast, we believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we put our trust in him, we can navigate the maze and build our identity based on who he says we are. And in the end, find life and life to the fullest. Thank you for walking alongside us today. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we're we're just getting back into it after having a week. We kind of took off because we had vacation Bible school. It's, yeah, it's not a vacation. That's right, not a vacation <laughs> at all. Uh, I don't know why they call it vacation. It's more the kids love it. Yeah, that's it's true. A vacation for them. It is. It is, and for parents that drop them off. But the whole summer a is a vacation. <laughs> that's for them. true. Yeah, this yeah. Isn't, it's like they get double vacation. I know. It's like super vacation Amen. Bible school stuff. But yeah. yeah, got to talk about creation some, and it was fun. You know, we did the whole whole bit there with uh, my just, my young. Uh, kids class we played with Orbeez one day ah, mm-hmm. and they wanted mm-hmm. to do it again the second day because it's nice. awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah so just all you do is run your hands I also through played them, with Orbeez <laughs> <and> it was <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> oh man that that's good stuff but uh, in the in the spirit of VBS I guess a little bit I mean I'm guessing that's why this topic kind of came to me uh, we're going to talk a little bit about volunteering and a little bit about service today volunteer Bible school volunteering Bible school that's <laughs> right that's right that's probably what we should change it we to. got there yeah um <laughs> But yeah, so we're gonna get into that a little bit, and I, we'll start it off with a couple of like we had a couple trying trying to brainstorm a few stories yeah. that we had of VBS. Do you have you have a story, Jack, about like a time that you tried to volunteer and I a bit do. off a little more than you could chew, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a, a VBS, mm-hmm. and kind of the first one that I was fully in control of. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so I thought, all right, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. look at Noah and the Ark and. Uh, let him build you or something was the, mm. oh, the theme. Yeah. So we had this hallway and I'm like, let's make that the arc. Mm. So tried to figure out the best way to do that. Uh, it was going to be cardboard boxes cut up into wood planks and then just kind of paint over them. It actually yeah. really did look like yeah. wood, but none of the paper would stick to the wall. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a cinder <laughs> oh, block. Yeah. And the paint was bad. So we put up paper, and then we put up all these pieces of wood on the paper, yeah, which was way too heavy for the paper. Right. So we've got paper that's ripping all week long. And mm-hmm. me, dressed up as Noah, is walking around all week going, yeah. oh, another one <laughs> fell to the ground. Let me go ahead. <laughs> and on top of all of that, the day that we're coming together, and it's like, hey, I need volunteers for like three hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have enough paint. The cutting took way longer than we thought. We actually ended up with yeah. like way more wood planks than we actually used to. Oh, so, but it ended up being like six hours. And oh, uh-huh. hours. yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, but I think everybody was okay, and they kept me for the next year, and I did yeah, things very differently. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you live and learn. That you was know, a tough day from some of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like volunteering can get pretty pretty brutal. I mean, that's. I mean, uh, VBS definitely has has some. Uh, some tough stuff there. Like it made me, you made me think of like there's like an old comedy skit I think about Noah and the Ark and stuff where you know people are running around making fun of him for you know sitting there building the boat. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. that's maybe that's the yeah, way yeah. to get a little bit. It keeps <laughs> falling apart. What yeah, are you doing? You, Noah? you wait. Yeah, you, you wait. The water's <laughs> coming. It's and I'm coming. gonna have this <laughs> boat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, uh, my, mine. Um, I know that there's there's one time I. I 
well, I was I was asked to go and help out this lady move mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, fun. Yeah, and what I was told, you know, what what I was told was, you know, she was going to have everything in boxes ready to go. This should be this should only take you. Oh no, this should only take you an hour, <laughs> oh, right? No. Like that's yeah. that's the way it's sold. You, you know, it's like okay, I got an hour or two yeah, to just you know, help, boxes, help somebody no load deal. some stuff up into the truck. The truck should be there really soon after you get there. All things will be good. Uh, I show up to this house and it is not a thing is packed. There, mm. I don't think there's there may be like one box that has some stuff. It was in it, all know? in one box. The, the <laughs> house, the entire house, the house. Is in the box. <laughs> the house. No, there's stuff all the only box. all over the place. It was oh, yikes. Uh, it was kind of uh, you know all over the floor. Everything's out there. So I mean I spent you know three or four hours trying to clean stuff up, put them in boxes for this lady helper out. Um, I got to the kitchen and there were dishes in the sink still that, you know, are a little bit sticky. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like, yeah, it wasn't happy. So it's like, no. you know, I'll wash a little bit of dishes. Well, I don't know. I don't, didn't, I don't think I actually wash dishes. I think I just put them in the boxes. It keeps them it's from like, you know, sliding around in the moving <laughs> truck right. when they're That's all right. glued together. Yeah. It takes the, yeah, it takes that out of it. Um, Oh, but no. yeah, so and th- so that was a good you know four or five hours when it should have been one, uh, but you know that that happens sometimes. Whenever you you know you're doing this you're doing this whole Christian walk thing, um, sometimes you you get a little you bite off a little bit more than you can chew, and that I think that's some of the issues with the enthusiasm to volunteer, the enthusiasm to serve. Because yeah, I know how uh, this is gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I actually get into it, but um, that's why you buy pizza. Yeah, that's every right. time there's a volunteer, because at least it's like I know it's going to be actually yeah. five hours, but there's pizza here. For there sure. is that's right, and and free pizza is always better than enough. not. That's that's when you that's when the riot happens. That's right. When yeah, when you we ran up. out. Yeah, yeah. I, which I got I got I'm a pretty sorry. good tip in one of our our youth ministry conferences. This is the kind of stuff that that you talk about. It's it's one large pizza to every three people. Mm, yes, is, is yes. how it is. That's the yeah. algorithm that works, and it's worked for me pretty much yeah. every time. So um, we were like right there where we're, we have just enough so i didn't get that in preaching school yeah so, so that's some wisdom to pass on anybody right, you're planning you. some type thank of you. event you get the head count just divide by three i can do math anyway yeah i luckily it's fairly low numbers Tanner, how much pizza do we need I'm just gonna call you. <laughs> oh division <laughs> um but anyway i have a hard time enough with addition uh, so speaking of numbers <laughs> speaking of numbers uh we'll get into some of the stats on volunteering here um so this is this is as of 2016, some of the most recent data that's been compiled on volunteering. Uh, this is actually embarrassed. I'm somewhat embarrassed to say this, uh, where the Gen Zers or the teen generation actually is better the than the worst millennials. Gen- oh, okay. No. <laughs> it's actually the worst. We have mathematical evidence to prove. Uh, but 18% of millennials volunteered, while 31% of Gen Zers volunteered. So mm. that's that's actually. Good on good on you guys if you're teens that are out there listening to this. You guys are doing great. No way to go. Um, but there are there are recent trends though that are predicting there's there's going to be some shift where millennials will take the lead as the highest percentage followed by Gen Z. So so we're going to beat you eventually. Don't worry about it. That's um, right. <laughs> but but. Uh, Teens who say that they are near the top of their class or above average, uh, like the 42%, are nearly twice as likely to report that they are involved in charity or social service activities uh, than those whose class standing is average or below average. So hmm. so if you're the top of the class, you're most likely to have volunteered or um, 
have admitted to volunteering. Um, nice. But yeah, so so uh, there's there's a little bit of a trend there. Volunteering uh, makes you smarter. That's volunteer, that. yeah, that's that's <laughs> what it means. Uh, until you you well, sometimes when you vol- when you are in the middle of volunteering, you don't feel very smart. But um, <laughs> it's like what true. did I get myself into? But anyway, uh, students, uh, this is this is not a in entirely too surprising, but uh, students who attend church regularly are more likely to participate in charitable activities. That's about 41%. And those uh, than those who do not regularly attend services, which is 25%. And that might have something to do with, you know, you're a part of this organization that um, is focused on volunteering. Like, they have yeah, more yeah. opportunities that are available. Maybe that's a part of it up there. Um, I'm actually going to come back to that. So. But anyway, um, there are a few... I thought these were interesting. I always think these are interesting whenever we're talking about some type of Christian principle that leads to, you know, health benefits. Yeah, at surprise, the same time, surprise, it's good like, to do what like, God said. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, I, yeah, I always like it. Just kind of puts, uh, like, obviously, it shows some type of physical connection yeah, puts, to this. Puts into perspective um, that these aren't just like lines that God drew and said, yeah, yeah, just say that this is fine. But yeah, like, like this kind of really tangible benefit to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, this is going to completely take a toll on your body and you're going to get really bad diseases from <laughs> but it, it's but what God do wants. it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, volunteerism is actually shown to improve health by strengthening the body, improving the mood, and uh, lessening stress in participants. Um, volunteering also decreases the likelihood of having high blood pressure development by 40%, so that's, that's a pretty, pretty serious amount. Um, this is, and now looking to the business world, uh, 70% of corporate volunteers uh, believe volunteerism boosts morale more than company mixers. So like it's, to volunteer together actually has more of a, brings a group of people together more than a party, you know. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. kind of interesting how yeah. that happens. And so there's some some implications within that of you know, there's there's something really beneficial in doing service mm-hmm. together, especially like yeah, this group of people that's working hard on something. It's pretty cool that that uh, we find that statistic. Yeah. But uh, one that one really uh, important stat that I think we should look at is that 96% of volunteers reported the action enriched their sense of purpose in life. That that people that are engaged in service of some type. Vast majority, high number, very vast majority, say that it's enriched some sense of purpose, and so that's really weird to think about. Like you're out cleaning up trash off the side of the road, (laughs) Um, you're working at a soup kitchen, you know, yeah, yeah. Like I need, I'm gonna go get a coffee or I'm gonna go get ice cream. Yeah, like well, I'm gonna go volunteer. Yeah, makes me feel better about today. Right, and that's what happens. Exactly, it's just kind of that. There's that. That's a staggering stat. Like ninety six percent of volunteers have this enriched sense of purpose. And I had a thought yeah. with all of this, mm-hmm. all these stats, and I don't know if it's accurate or not. But okay. uh, and I didn't think of it until this moment. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, just throw it out there. Um, uh, reaction videos incredibly popular, mm. and I and I wonder if there isn't some degree of uh, part of the reason reaction videos are so popular because it's mm. like when you love. A movie or a song so much and you're like hey watch this it's hilarious and you wait to see your friend's reaction Mm. and when they give you that feedback you're looking for you're like oh see i knew you'd love it too and there's this good feeling for you as well Mm. well that same thing happens whenever there there is no joy in picking up trash but then when you see the person whose home is now cleaned up or whose mm. yard has been mowed mm. after you know months where they haven't been able to do yeah. it and you see their incredible gratitude or uh-huh. just their face change i wonder if there isn't a connection uh-huh, yeah. to oh man uh, right <laughs> yeah. feel good it was worth it to do this for the last yeah. five hours because look at them you know they're yeah just so happy. that's a that's a really cool thought because uh, i yeah like i 
I hadn't thought about that either. But yeah, whenever you don't film your volunteers, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, that'll take us back in the Cern on the Mount. For right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. But uh, but. <laughs> but that is that is really cool though. Yeah, thinking about that because you know there are people that are in deep desperate need of help, and whenever you are the person that's involved in that, you can see you can see the effects and how yeah. how they're there. So um, getting into talking a little bit about service, um, I would I thought it was fitting to talk about a time where Jesus set kind of the ultimate example of service. Like this is probably where we go to most of the time whenever we're talking about service there. But this is uh, this is right before, uh, well, this is, I guess, during the, the Lord's Supper, right? It takes place. Yeah. Uh, this is John chapter 13, verse 2 through 5. It says, uh, The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Uh, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took out off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel uh, that was wrapped around him. So um, th- this is the account from John, okay? But if you if you kind of pair this with the Lord's Supper account from the book of Luke, uh, Jesus just institutes the Lord's Supper, and during that same meal, you find out that the disciples are starting to have this argument about who's the greatest in the kingdom. So when you put the put these two books together and this story together with these two authors, you the the progression of the story goes, okay, we have the Lord's Supper. Now they're all talking about who's the best out of all of us, you know. And then Jesus gets up and starts washing people's feet. Um, like I, I kind of wonder what that argument would sound like with the disciples, you know, yeah, talking about who's yeah. the greatest in the kingdom, you know, uh, like I've healed more people than you, you know, I've done more. So I like, I've and it's more, worse, you know? right? Cause the whole Passover uh-huh. thing, the Lord's supper deal is about, yeah. I'm going to go do this, the ultimate act of service right. and die for all of you. People, yeah, and yeah. Then there's a <laughs> right. uh-huh. no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me show you what I'm talking about. Since you yeah. didn't get the illustration of the stuff you're eating here. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, Hey, I'm going to try to say this loud and I'm making sure Jesus hears how good I am. You know, like you have the son of God sitting at your table, like, man, I'm pretty great. Aren't I? You know, it's, it's just kind of amazing how that goes. And you see the disciples being, you know, very concerned about their position. They wanted this greater status in the kingdom. Like we've been going through. We don't do that. No, no, not at all. I mean, we've, we've learned. (laughs) We just serve and we don't think about comparisons (laughs) or anything. That's right. We're so, we, we have got got it. it Especially you Gen Zers. You guys are so great. I don't even know. You guys should be doing this instead of me. Um, Unsubscribe. They're gone. (laughs) We just lost them. Peace out. Um, But uh, you see that we have, we have how, uh, how great that they wish they were in the kingdom. Like we've been going through the life of Christ series in our Sunday morning classes and, We'd actually Sunday talked about this lesson where uh, the disciples are basically asking, you know, we've given up a lot. Like, what are we going to get from this? And um, Jesus, like you you would think Jesus might say, hey, that's not what it's about. You know, it's not about what you get. But instead he kind of says, well, you know, you have sacrificed a lot. So he ends up telling the disciples, like, uh, you will sit on 12 thrones and judge the 12 tribes of Israel. You've been given this great, you're going to be given this great authority for how much you've given up. I mean, he goes on to talk and say, like, anybody who has given up anything for me, like, they're going to have a reward at one point. You know, there, yep. there's a reward that's coming for him. So basically, you know, he, he says, you know, there's an, like, you shouldn't, you should be proud of what you've sacrificed. You know, like, there's a reward coming. But, uh, so, I, I don't know if that has anything to do with, you know, getting to this point and saying, like, sure, well, Jesus says we're going to have all this authority. I'm going to get the top of the 12. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be, you know, yeah, number there, one. Thrown. There's very much you know. for them uh, yeah. knowing that this time is coming because Jesus has been prepping them for all this. But uh-huh. they don't understand the whole death yeah. deal. They're still thinking, 
the kingdom is about to come in and mm-hmm. this thing is about to happen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so which one of us is, you know, sitting at the right hand and which right. one of us is going to, they're thinking immediately right now. And yeah, yeah. that's why you've got all these arguments and completely yeah. missing the whole, right. no, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to die right, yeah, here yeah. in a minute. Yeah. The, and it's just, I mean, there's just such a stark contrast that's put in front of, put in front of the disciples and put in front of us whenever we read yep. this, just considering what's important to us versus what's important to Jesus. So what Jesus is trying to teach us um, is important. And, yeah. but I, I think there's also a big part of this where um, we don't want to be stuck as servants, right? right? Like there's this hierarchy where naturally we want to be the powerful one, the one that's calling the shots, the one that says, Hey, go do this thing. And somebody goes and does it. Right. Um, because that usually is a little more glamorous and that, that yeah. comes across a little yeah. bit better. Um, like we might have the attitude of like, we deserve more, like it's beneath me to, to mm-hmm. do this act of service, right? I shouldn't be hammering planks up on the wall all week long, right? Because yeah, yeah. that shouldn't be my job. I need to find somebody else to do that, right? Um, I, I, it made me think of uh, Philippians chapter 2 where uh, it talks about how, you know, Jesus had, like, he had the fullness of God within him, right? Yep. But he took the form of a servant. Uh, and it's it's pretty crazy. Like, if you have to choose between taking on all the authority and power of God within you, um, and just impose your will as as you want, or wash feet. Um, I think that from a human perspective, the choice seems very simple, right? Yeah. Like what what we would want to do, but but the example Jesus sets is one of I'm going to be a servant, and equality with God is not something to be had, but it's um, it's different. Like self sacrifice yeah. is, is yeah. the pattern in which we're we're looking to follow. Um, I also think there's an attitude, especially today, of you know we. We work so that we can stop working, right? Um, yep. I, maybe that's that's not everybody. There are people that are just workaholics, and they they'll just keep going and yeah, but work hard enough, and then eventually, yeah. you know, you'll be manager or you know yeah. associate or yeah, yeah. assistant to the manager or whatever it may be. Right. And you'll you'll ride you'll rise up to the top, and then you'll be finished at some point. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then you get to spend the time on yeah. the yacht while everybody else is running your business right. instead. Yeah. Of, right? Uh, you'll be landing uh, landing rockets on Mars and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, that's, that's, what, that's what all the cool people are doing. <laughs> that's what all the cool people are doing nowadays. Um, but yeah, there's this idea of like, yeah, if I, I can work myself to a place of comfort and then I can stop, right? Or we say like, I just got to get through my work today so that I can go home and binge Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. I think that there's an attitude around like that not obviously not everybody but uh a big a big case of that um i think service can be very difficult because servants are often underappreciated right the, yes. the people that that try to put in the work they, they don't get the credit they're due hardly yeah. ever right yeah i mean i think a lot of times people that serve want to at least you know have the person they're serving acknowledge hey you did a good job right or um like you would hope that someone would get up on a Sunday morning and announce to the church, like, hey, this group helped serve here, like give them a pat on the back kind of thing. Um, But oftentimes if you're serving, especially the way Jesus is kind of pushing you to, you may not be noticed at all, you know? Yeah. Um, You might not be appreciated, period. But I think it's kind of hard to do that. I think we want to serve in convenient and attractive ways, uh, ways that are out there, and it's not. That's not always. People were upset with Jesus for his acts of service. Why is he serving those people? Why is he with those people? Even Peter Mm -hmm. with the washing feet was no, 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 no. that's not your job. Don't do that. Like no, no, this is what I need to be doing. But there's very much a those things are beneath. I don't appreciate those things. Whatever, just yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and so, you know, we, we have, once again, we talk about these quite a bit, but Jesus tries to point us to what feels like a very counterintuitive pattern in our life, right? Yep. Uh, if you want to be the, if you want to be the greatest, you'll become like the servant. How that's weird. That's not, that's not how this hierarchy works, right? Yeah. Uh, if you want to be the greatest, you're going to be the greatest, you know, you're going to do all the best stuff and be up there. But uh, we're called once again to this priority shift of kind of this partnership over power where we're asked to put the needs of others before our own. And um, service, I think, is it's this direct practice and discipline against our pride as people where mm-hmm. it's all about us and it's it's all about wh- how we look to others. Um, I have a story and uh, about a guy named James Trent. Uh, some some people that are listening, if you go to Eastside, you know him, uh, obviously, but he's one of the greatest servants I've, I've seen. Uh, like he does, he did everything around here all the time. And there, there's one story particularly, and if you, if you listen to this podcast while, while you're eating lunch, I would uh, encourage you to pause it for a minute. Uh, but I, there's one day I was walking down the hallway and I, I see James coming out of the bathroom. He has a mask on and there's all the cleaning, cleaning equipment out beside it. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the, uh, well, I, I asked him what's going on. Are you all right? And everything. And somebody had gone to the bathroom in the bathroom, but they had, Missed not quite in the bathroom. It was, yeah. well, no. it was uh, num- number <laughs> oh, no. two on the wall mm-hmm. and on the mm-hmm. floor beside it and all over the place. And James was just in there cleaning it up. Like, I, I didn't even know he was in there. I didn't even know he was doing it. Um, but, like, that's not what you sign up for whenever you're a preacher or a minister. I guess it is what you sign up for, but you don't realize you sign up for They didn't tell me of, that one either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in school, and I don't think you got that one. Yeah, there's, <laughs> they don't have, like, a class on that uh, for sure. Um but that's that's kind of what service calls us to sometimes this this nasty gross uh, thing sometimes you yeah. know like um, we live in this broken messed up world and there's a lot of sin and there's a lot of mistakes and there's a lot of issues and um, we kind of take part in correcting that through service yeah. you know um, like the very easy tangible ways to see that is you know you go serve the soup kitchen or something you're feeding people that are hungry uh, there homeless they're struggling and you have a you have a small light to show in that situation yeah um you you see somebody that um is older that can't mow their own yard and you see the weeds you see the thorns and everything that's just kind of overgrown and you help them out you cut it down you you've seen a way that you've helped a situation that was really poor in in the first place right um so getting into some of the practical things, um, I don't I don't have a lot on this, but it's just kind of maybe some some little pieces of advice or some things to think about whenever you're getting into service because it, it is a really it's a messy thing. Service is not not really glamorous. Even like being a servant is not something that's glamorous. Um, but whenever you get into it, it's important that we serve with the right attitude. Um, one of the, one of the stats that I'm looking at, or not really a stat, but it's more of uh, based on studies, what people are more interested in, um, it seems like uh, girls or females—they're more in—they serve because they're actually trying to meet an important need. They're trying to do good things. They believe in the cause that they're trying to serve. Uh, guys on the other side are more interested in I'm going to serve so that I this will look good on a job resume or uh, going forward. You know, I, this will look good trying to get into a college or something to further my career. Which we do, we do that sometimes, and that's sure. not necessarily an evil or bad thing, but, um, serving with the right attitude is really important as far as fulfilling that purpose that Christ has put in us to be thinking about, um, I'm going to approach service knowing that it's 
It's not going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> it might, you, it might be have, really tough. Uh, uh, let's see. It's uh, Philippians with do all things without mm-hmm. grumbling or complaining. Yeah. Uh, you have First uh, mm-hmm. Corinthians with uh, whatever you do, do all uh, mm-hmm. to the glory of God and all mm-hmm. of this. Of it, uh, and even Sermon on the Mount because we have to. We have to. I, brought it, I brought it in. <laughs> There's um, no reason not. To. You know the uh, talking about various things. It's it's talking about spiritual stuff uh, mm-hmm. and seeking first the kingdom and all that. But you know, don't worry about what other people are mm-hmm. seeing. Your yeah. father sees all of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we, we have to go into service with the attitude of only God may see this thing. Uh, yeah. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. Um, and that, that'll help you kind of adjust your attitude of yeah. nobody's taking pictures. Nobody knows that this right. is happening. Nobody's going to post this. Nobody's going to know. Yeah. God knows. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it kind of... Uh, Whenever you do it for the recognition, when you do it for, hey, look at me, it kind of undermines this this deeper treasure between me and God. You know, like where it says, like, um, sorry, I'm, I'm blanking now. But where, where it talks about um, when, when you do this in front of people, you yeah. receive your reward in full. Yes. Right? Um, there's, there's this very superficial reward that we get when we serve just for the gram, right? Or just so yeah, you can, yeah. just so you can put it out there so everybody knows how good of a person you are. Instead, it's something special that you share with God when yep. you serve with that right attitude and thinking about that. Um, piece of advice, you could do this around your house. You could do this uh, at your school. You could do this um, at the church that you go to, whatever it is. Uh, find the job no one else wants and do it, you know? Um, this is good marriage advice sometimes, um, where it's it's even like, you know, you know that no one else wants to do the dishes. Step up and do the dishes, you know. Yep. Uh, you know that no one else wants to, you know, um, sweep the floors or vacuum or whatever it is. You step up and do things like that. And um, there, there's something kind of... I don't know. This it's so it feels really difficult to explain, but there's something special that happens whenever you take on what you know you don't want to do, yeah. but but you are meeting the need. That that around. helps with the right attitude part as yeah. well, because you're like, okay, I know, especially mm. uh, in the marriage context, like you're talking about, but even mm. within a family or something yeah. of. I know none of my parents want to do the dishes because they've been working and doing these yeah. things and all. You know, I'm gonna take care of that stuff, and there's this feeling of like. Well, it's done, and I know that they wanted it done, but I know that they didn't want to do it because they've been <laughs> yeah. doing all these other things. Yeah. And there's this feeling you have, this feeling that they have about those mm-hmm. things, even mm-hmm. if it's not always spoken. There's just very much this, yeah, that feels good yeah. <laughs> to do those yeah. things. Definitely. To help somebody that way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, this this all, this all last one also goes in line with some of that having yeah. the right attitude, and uh, but it's, it's embracing the discomfort. It's knowing... That it's not gonna be fun, um, yep. but it's, or it's it's knowing that I'm I'm not comfortable in that area of service, but just doing it anyway. Like um, one story that I I can think about um, is we were down in Houston. This isn't the same story we talked about before the show, oh, okay. uh, but uh, <laughs> but we were we were in Houston and we were serving in the kitchen, kind of helping out. Uh, we were about to prepare a meal for some of the homeless down there, and. One of the guys there at Impact came in and says, okay, one of you guys needs to give a five-minute Devo real quick. I'm like, and all of us in there were not prepared for it. This is before I was yeah. as, as an eloquent of speaker as yes. I am now. Yes. Right? Um, it didn't. It didn't just quite flow with the Listen, same. Getting called on the spot to speak even yeah. now is terrifying. It's like, oh, yeah. it's only yeah. five minutes. You speak 
for way longer all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I get a week. To <laughs> yeah. That's for right. That. That's right. That's right. Well, and naturally, you know, naturally, as one of the interns that was there with with yep. our church, I I was the one that it, it fell on, and so it's like, okay, I have ten minutes to come up with something in my head to throw and and do that there, and so it was a huge area of discomfort. Oh, yeah. uh, on yeah. the spot, go and do it. But I did it, and I survived it, and I was okay. Um, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is when you embrace for the you embrace the discomfort, and you know that it, this might be weird, and this might not you might completely bomb it or fail. But when you embrace that discomfort, that's where you can grow, and you yep. can you can become better for the next time. Um, you can you learn something, and and you can grow from it, and, and that's kind of, service will often call it call us to go to places where we're uncomfortable and serve. Um, and sometimes, what, yeah. sometimes you learn like actual practical stuff of, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to fix this thing, but I had to because we were there to help this lady yeah, at her yeah. house. And, and now I know how to do those things. And maybe yeah. that lets you help other people down the line. Uh, it could be, uh, it could just simply be like life lessons from yeah. people that this whole thing was really difficult for me, but I learned a lot yeah. through that process just about life and yeah. have now grown in that sort of way yeah uh, or yeah. Uh, helping other especially with with mm-hmm. teens and stuff that's where a lot of relationships happen sometimes mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. I know this person better because we were both you know cleaning toilets together right. and that's yeah. Yeah. that is a bonding experience <laughs> yeah uh, as yeah. uncomfortable as it is that's where right. a lot of those things occur is when you are just forced to yeah. face Wow, this isn't great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where, where where growth happens. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, and you, you can see that you can see that happening. Like we looked at that stat earlier about you know how they say like seventy percent of people say like is a more like it's almost a good better bonding experience to yeah. serve together yeah. than to you know go to the same party together. You know, um, it's like Jesus has this way of using this very fundamental. I guess way yeah. of, of doing things. Uh, you you cannot be shallow with together. somebody when you are scrubbing the mud <laughs> off their feet. Yeah. Like that, is, you yeah. are going to have real conversations because <laughs> it's uncomfortable for both people. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but when you're just hanging around and go, oh, isn't this cake great? And yeah, like, oh, 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 and yeah, what sure. do you do in the? Yeah, you I just really keep prefer things. vanilla. But yeah, that's right. that's when you right. are in it with somebody else, yeah. there's all of this. Mm. Wow. Okay. Mm. You know, let's. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting to know each other here because yeah. we have no choice. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, as as we're kind of wrapping up, I want to go back and think about a, the stat that we read earlier that said ninety six percent of volunteers felt that uh, they had an enriched enriched sense of purpose uh, when they served. Uh, purpose is a very foundational word. Uh, fulfilling a purpose is doing what you're made to do, right? Yeah. Uh, we, when we look back to Genesis, all the way at the beginning, there's this statement of be fruitful. Um, I know we, we focus a lot on the be fruitful and multiply, you know, fill the earth, things like that. But be fruitful is very, is it's it's a different word as in it means go out and do good things, uh, go yeah. out and serve, go out and grow something, go out and make something, go out and build something. Um we, we hear later on where Jesus talks about good trees bear good fruit, right? Bad trees bear mm-hmm. bad fruit, but good trees bear good fruit, right? Uh, Jesus says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. We have, we have this purpose of going out and making something. It's really cool. Service isn't always fun. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you get with the right yeah, people yeah. and service is goofy and it's weird and, you know, you have a great time. With a lot it. of the time that's because people serving have a good attitude. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> especially. the whole experience. Better. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, but, but when you participate in serving, you're fulfilling something that is very deeply a part of your identity as being made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, God created <laughs> through service. We create, we build mm-hmm. something. God is working on fixing this world that is messed up. When we serve, we are a part of that as well. Um, I love it when Jesus makes it easy. And I, I say that like there's there's certain scriptures that I read and I think, you know, that's very simple. <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of scriptures I read where it's like I have no idea what he's saying or what he's talking about. And I someday hopefully I'll be able to wrap my head around it, but I can't. But So I love it when Jesus makes it really easy because I, I, I'm not a very complicated thinker a lot of times. Uh, but we get to Matthew chapter 25, verse 33, 34 through 14. It says, uh, Come you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? Uh, clothe you? Uh, when did we see you sick or in prison and go visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. The smallest act of service is an act of seeing other people around us for who they are, and it's the image of God. Right? You you see Christ in other people when you serve them. When you feed someone that's hungry, you feed Christ. When you give someone a drink of water, you give Christ a drink. Uh, when you clothe someone, take care of the sick, visit the imprisoned, you're loving Christ in those situations. Uh, when we serve, we're going out into the disgusting filth, the world of sin and pain, and we're creating something, and that's the most basic purpose of our being. Uh, when we serve, we're, we're trees that bear fruit for a world that's starving. Um, at times, we can really feel lost and disconnected from God. We don't know what step to take to get back in the groove. We usually talk, call it, you know, going through the motions, things like that, where we're looking for these mountaintop moments. Uh, we want Jesus to speak to us maybe in the middle of a powerful song service or sermon illustration or some instant of just divine intervention, something, something amazing. We're looking for Jesus way up high, right? We're looking for him up here and all the amazing stuff. But I suggest when you find yourself in that space and you're wondering where is Jesus, um, start washing feet. When you humble yourself, bring yourself low, and take on the role of a servant, that's where you will most likely come face-to-face with Christ. So those are the thoughts today. Um, thinking about thinking about that, thinking about ways that you can serve and get involved. Jay, you got any fo- follow-up, closing, start, start closing thoughts? Start serving. Start yeah. doing those things. You know, start. I'm not going to say it any better than <laughs> what you just said there. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so... so um, so that's great. Uh, just a just a reminder: if you, you have anybody that you think needs to hear this, or uh, we'll encourage anybody to go ahead and share this podcast with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us now at Twitter or Instagram at at the Maze Podcast. Uh, sometimes I update it with stuff. I put fun stats on Twitter sometimes if I if I can, or on Instagram or little quizzes to see if you guys can figure out what what I'm going for. So uh, make sure you give us a follow and uh, share it with people who might need it. But other than that, I think that's a wrap. See you next time. See you next time. podcast this is the part where we navigate teen life together subscribe and like this podcast share it with friends leave a comment about your experience dealing with the issues we talked about 
we don't pretend to have all the answers. We'd love to see you share what has worked for you and what hasn't worked. What are your stories about dealing with today's topic? It's also an opportunity to share a word of encouragement as we try to understand where Christ is leading us as we navigate through the maze.